Hi everyone, this is Soraya and Shalia, and you're listening to the Soul Wine Podcast. Hello! I don't know why I just waved in. <laughs> you can't see us. I am here with a new co-host today just for this week though um sir i couldn't make it so i am here with my lovely sister-in-law hello sister-in-law hello sister (laughs) (laughs) let's introduce you who you are who are you what's your name what do you do where are you from (laughs) okay um so my name is anna yafeta hello and my little brother is married to shalia yes i was born and raised here in utah and yeah what's your other question (laughs) (laughs) what do you like to do for fun well besides reading and netflixing um i really love to spend time with my babies yes um they're my entire world and they keep me on my toes they are so cute and they're so small but they're getting so big i know they're growing so fast i know when i first met everyone they were so young yeah (laughs) literally babies now there's three more (laughs) yeah i remember when we that night that we first met you oh yeah when we went to the haunted house remember that's right that's something we could talk about oh my gosh our first night what was your first impression of me she's pretty like oh my gosh (laughs) oh my gosh that makes me feel so happy i was so nervous meeting you guys really yeah that was like the first time i met like family that's funny you were you were nervous but we were excited it's funny because we were we were standing in a circle talking about you too and how was so indecisive that night whether he was going to bring you or not remember oh my gosh he was pissed he was well no he wasn't pissed but i know he was kind of mad that i said that we would go because what happened was that so anna texted me and said or asked was it we started talking on facebook yeah so we started talking on messenger yes because i hit you because i i commented on a picture or something so we started talking on messenger and because i had noticed that you were friends with my mom on facebook oh, yeah, yeah yeah and then that's when i requested to be friends with you yeah so we started remember we started talking for like a couple of weeks mm-hmm. and it's funny we used to make fun of and he was like i'm not ready yet i'm not ready you know to bring you would tease around. him yeah we would tease him and so then when we knew that we wanted to take our sister-in-law to a haunted house for her birthday even though her birthday wasn't until like a week and a half later mm-hmm. we were like we should invite them yeah and right off the bat when we invited you guys I was like, yeah. But then he kept changing his mind. <laughs> he was probably scared. <laughs> and then he's like, so that day he was like, no, I don't think we're going to come. And I'm like, no, you guys have to come. <laughs> and it was even like up to where we were all getting ready to leave. We were still unsure if you guys were going to make it. Mm-hmm. And then he sent me a text message and said, we're on our way. I was like, oh, they're coming. I know. And it was so much fun. I feel like we just kind of went along. I feel like we all kind of vibed together, you know? Yeah. It wasn't like awkward. We're kind of like, feel awkward. we're each other's vibes, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I think it went really good. And I still, I'll never forget that <laughs> moment when you thought, like, 
Like I put, I ran my fingers through your back like a spider, and <laughs> you thought that one of the workers were touching yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought the workers were was touching my back, and they kept touching my back, and I was thinking like, what the heck? They're not supposed to touch me. <laughs> and I kept closing my eyes, and my hands were like over my eyes too, just trying to get to the end. And then. It, Come to find out, it was somebody over here. I was dying because she really did think that you really did think that they were touching oh, you. Oh yeah, I was like, I kept yelling like, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> and me and Jerome and Thymi were laughing so hard from the back. <laughs> like she doesn't even know that I'm not. <laughs> wow, that was so long ago. Yeah, that was what. When was that? 2016. Was it? Mm-hmm. 26. Oh my gosh. That is so crazy. That mm. seems like such a long time. But then it feels like we've all known each other longer than that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel I feel like I've been in the family for forever. <laughs> forever. Forever, ever. <laughs> oh my gosh, that. Oh, your first impression was that I was pretty. Oh my gosh, thank you yeah. so much. <laughs> like, you know, I saw a picture, but then in the flesh, I'm like, oh, she's so cute. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> you and are happy no really we <laughs> the happy weight wanted to come on and hasn't decided to leave yet i guess i think the happy weight fairy hit all of us <laughs> it always does <laughs> but this week we wanted to just talk about in honor of women's history month sarai and i kept thinking of ideas for this week's episode and then it just wasn't feeling right and then she wasn't able to record this week and I automatically thought of Anna and I just wanted to get her on here and talk about how she's just been able to overcome so many of life's challenges and just highlight her as a woman because she's definitely an example and somebody that I look up to for sure. Let's start from the beginning. I know you said you were born here. Yes. And raised here yes. in Utah. But one major thing I did want to start with was your previous husband had passed away when you were really young. Mm -hmm. How was that for you, that whole experience? How were you able to overcome that? Because that is crazy and really traumatic. Yeah, man, that that is a really hard question. And to be, and just to be honest, it was the hardest like situation I've ever had to endure because you, you see things like that happen to other people. Yeah. You know, you see it happen to older people, older, you know, couples that, you know, have lived a really full life together. Mm -hmm. But then when it finally happened to me, it did not hit me that he was really gone until the day that I buried him. Mm. And it, it was crazy because I laugh about it now when I think about it, but when we were at the cemetery and they were lowering his casket, mm -hmm. I took a step like towards where they were lowering him mm -hmm. just to look down yeah. and like in my mind and just whisper, you know, how much I, I love him and miss him and, mm -hmm. you know. I hope that he finds peace. And my, my cousins, my, my sisters, my brothers, they thought I was trying to jump in. And it's funny because I laugh about it now. Yeah. But like <laughs> at, the, at the time I was just bawling my eyes out and then all I feel is a tug. <laughs> and I'm like, what are they doing? Oh my goodness. <laughs> but it was, it like, like I said, it was the hardest and toughest situation I've ever had to, to go through. Mm -hmm. And... Of course, you know, 
death is something that's normal it's a part of life yeah but when you have to face it at such a young age it it's just there's i don't think that there are enough words to kind of describe out loud how someone really feels or what emotions they must be going through and man it's just it's one of those things that is hard for me to talk about out loud yeah I've, i finally am at a place where i can talk about it and not break out in tears because you know of course i'm married now mm-hmm. you know and it's literally been 10 years um since that happened and yeah it's gonna be oh my gosh it's literally 10 years today really yeah that is so crazy that we're talking about it that's so crazy i just realized that yeah it's 10 years today exactly to the day wow yeah that is so crazy yeah and so i've just i've learned a lot from it i've grown a lot as a person from it Mm -hmm. it's made me appreciate life so much Mm -hmm. because of that very situation because you know we were young and you know we were living life like to the fullest Mm -hmm. you know living our best lives and you don't think about things like that like losing someone Mm -hmm. a spouse or having to wake up one day and the person that you thought you were going to spend the rest of your life with wasn't with you anymore Mm -hmm. and so when it finally did happen it took me years to get to where i am today and to finally be able to get myself up and feel like life was worth living because even though i was so young it's real when people say you don't know how precious someone is until you really until you lose them Mm -hmm. and as young as i was there were some feelings and emotions that i was going through that i couldn't even control yeah Like, cause you could be the strongest person in the world and go through something and it's going to hit you like a brick Mm -hmm. or hit you like a bullet. And you're just kind of in this rut that you don't know how to get yourself out of, you Mm -hmm. know? And that's how I felt for years. Like we're talking years and years. And I honestly did not think that I would ever be able to get past that. Mm -hmm. What do you think was what helped you really like get you out of that place that you were in for so long? Honestly, like my family, my friends, and all of their prayers because I got so used to being with this man every single day and what we were hoping for the rest of our lives Mm -hmm. you know and then literally I woke up one day and I blinked and he was gone and you go through the thoughts of what could I you know what if I did this or what could I have done you know yeah to kind of avoid that or if he would have just came home or if i would have just you know stayed with him you know that night and not let him go out with you know with the boys i honestly think that one of the biggest things that kind of kept me trucking along my life what i called my life was all of the prayers and and stuff from family friends especially my parents yeah my parents prayed for me so hard because it had gotten to a point everybody went back to their lives Mm -hmm. and i was still like i felt like everyone went back to their lives and i was stuck yeah everyone was moving forward and i was stuck Mm -hmm. i felt like i was standing or sitting in quicksand Mm -hmm. everybody's moving forward but i'm sinking yeah and that's 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 just it that's there's there's a few different things that kind of helped me overcome but it started with all of the praying from family and friends and especially my parents because they got to a point where my mom was terrified of where I would end up or you know if I didn't come around for days or weeks at a time that something was going to happen to me or I was going to drive myself crazy but that's honestly where it started and even up to today I still feel like God is protecting me because of all the prayers of my family, you know, my friends who pray over me Mm -hmm. because, you know, we all go through things and we all face things. 
But for me, it always starts from that. Yeah. From a simple prayer. Yeah. And just thinking from like a sibling perspective or even just a family member, was there anything that your family could have done or was there anything that people normally do for people that have lost somebody that you're just like, don't do that? Or what are some things that people did that you really appreciated or didn't? Yeah, that's a good question. So it wasn't that I didn't want them to like do this or do that, Mm -hmm. you know, it was just more so stop telling me that everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Let me let me grieve, you know. Let me go through this. Let me cry. You know, let me wear my feelings, you know, and emotions on my sleeve. Mm-hmm. Let me just let it out. Mm-hmm. But I kind of felt like all I kept hearing was you're going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. And the one thing more than anything else was time is going to heal everything. Mm. And I hated it. I hated it because I looked at it like time is going to heal everything. But the more time I'm here on this earth, it's the less time I have with him. Because I kind of felt like with time, it's like I had to do things to keep myself remembering him. Mm. You know, whether it was pictures, whether I so I used to have I still have it, but it's now saved. But I used to have a voicemail of him on my phone at the time Mm. of him singing happy birthday to me on my last birthday before he passed away wow and i remember i listened to that message every single day for almost six years and so finally my my phone was to that point where (laughs) it was okay (laughs) smartphones are the thing now like you have to give it up so i finally had to figure out a way to get that message put on a file so that i can save it wow yeah and so those were just so it's not more so what people were you know telling me what to do or mm-hmm. what not you know what i didn't want them to to say or do it's just those little things that people were saying in yeah general. normal people that, mm-hmm. or yeah, normal right. things that people always say or think that are comforting right and it's crazy because now that i look back on it i know that everybody was just trying to help yeah but i felt like that situation i was so blinded by grief mm-hmm. and sorrow and just the fact that he was really gone yeah like I did not want to hear any of those things and one thing that really helped me like with just that like everything that I was going through the aftermath of it all you Mm -hmm. know what I mean because from the day that he passed away all the way up until I buried him it was all kind of numbing Mm -hmm. because it didn't hit me you know and I felt like I was pulled in so many different directions and doing so many different things Mm -hmm. to get things taken care of to make sure that this was taken care of to you know make sure that my family that was coming out of town was taken care of Mm -hmm. to you know catering to his family to make sure that you know everybody was good and on the same page and it was just a lot of things and the aftermath of all of it was really hard it was tough but one thing that really got me through it was just my family mm-hmm. my family i i can't say that enough and sometimes they didn't even know what to say but they were there physically and just sitting there with me and just looking out the window with me mm-hmm. or you know just kind of sitting there and just like staring like into nature is something that really helped me it was my family and then my best friend faith that was always 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 there and i didn't think much of it at the time but now that i look back on it it meant so much like it meant so much and i don't think that my family or my best friend faith will ever know how grateful i am for that yeah it's just it's crazy like when i think about it because i think this is the first time that i've actually had anyone ask me these kinds of questions really yeah because <laughs> the only other person that i still talk about this situation with is my mom or my best friend faith it's crazy because i know sometimes like out of nowhere we'll be hanging out and like kind of get into it into that yeah 
talking about this too, even with your mom too. Yeah, because you know, me and her sometimes will end up talking about him. Mm-hmm. You know how my mom felt about him. Yes. Like that was her her child. Like she didn't she did not treat my late husband like he was a stepson or mm-hmm. an in-law you know what mm-hmm. i mean and the way that he was towards her i think is what just made my mom love him even more mm-hmm. is because he never called her by her first name he you know nothing he he everything that she wanted or when he was over at the house cooking cleaning anything he did it all not because of me yeah but because of how much he loved my parents <laughs> you know but your parents are so great though i love them <laughs> so much i feel like they've done the same like just welcomed me and because my parents are so far they've kind of been able to be like my quote second yeah. parents i mean now they can't get rid of me because <laughs> they're stuck with me now <laughs> but they've never made me feel like just their son's girlfriend or just their son's wife oh my gosh i yeah i agree with you my parents are great like we're so lucky to have them and mm-hmm. to have had them raise us the way that they did because so many like so many kids especially in the poly community mm-hmm. you know come from broken families and mm-hmm. you know things like that and some of these kids don't even have relationships with their parents mm-hmm. or you know whatnot and with my mom and dad it's just crazy because they're so great and my mom is so loving and even though my dad is very quiet but he's so funny <laughs> and i remember when you and my brother were like living together my dad was always so worried about you and the one thing that he always made sure of is that you had something to eat at night <laughs> now right. he's like damn girl you had too much <laughs> <laughs> it's like go okay up, Shani, <laughs> had to come eat <laughs> now he's like don't wake her up she's fine <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> so funny <laughs> oh that's really sweet but yeah they've always been nice but also like because your parents are both like straight from the island because you guys are tongan mm-hmm. to the fullest girl yes <laughs> They don't seem, or they're not like typical poly. I mean, yeah, in some aspects, but like, I feel like your mom especially is so just willing to talk about things Mm -hmm. and open to anybody. Yeah. And that's what I've always heard from different people too. You know, she and she is. That's the thing about my mom is she's so great like that. Like, it's crazy because her and my dad are such opposites, Mm -hmm. but it's the one thing that has gotten them so far is the fact that opposites attract yeah you know and why their marriage has lasted so long Mm -hmm. because i think the one thing that they do have in common is they center everything in all things around god Mm -hmm. but personality anything like that (laughs) like who they are how they come off It's the complete opposite. Yeah. And yeah, my mom has always been that one person that anybody could turn to. Mm-hmm. And it it was it was always when we were growing up, like my cousins, like my girl cousins, mm-hmm. even my guy cousins. My mom was always the aunt that everybody could turn to, mm-hmm. you know, and talk about things. And whether it was boys or school or <laughs> heck, drugs, like, you know, but she was always so very understanding. Mm-hmm. And even though she may not always agree with whether it's me and my siblings or whether it's her nieces or nephews or mm-hmm. whether it's her own siblings yeah. and cousins and family, she may not have always agreed with certain things but she was always so really supportive yeah you know not judgmental not this is what you should do you Mm -hmm. know it was always being really supportive and more like giving 
people words of guidance mm -hmm. or just reassuring them that they have her in their corner mm -hmm. my mom's always been that person and then here's my dad you know it's funny like no he or she needs to do this and they <laughs> you need to call and tell their parents you know what i mean <laughs> my mom's like no <laughs> did your dad get along with your previous husband <laughs> That's funny that you say that. So, mind you, I had known my late husband my whole life. Oh. But it was always, I knew of him because of either mutual friends. Oh, And gotcha. he never, ever had a steady girlfriend. Oh. He was one of those. Ooh. Mm-hmm. One of those. <laughs> and so, we started working together, and that's how we became friends. Oh, okay. Right? And so, when my dad knew that he was just a friend oh my dad loved him like yeah. loved him like oh she has a guy friend he's mm -hmm. just a friend but then the moment that my dad found out that we were together oh he couldn't stand him he could not stand him he was not allowed in our yard oh my gosh like he was not allowed to come over like my dad would unplug the phone at night <laughs> and take it with him into his room <laughs> like can you believe that and um it's crazy because mind you like and this is something that i'll never be ashamed about or regret because mm -hmm. I chose my life yeah. you know my parents didn't want us together mm -hmm. and my dad even went as far as moving me to Arizona oh that's right yeah and it was just really hard because it made me living in Arizona with my uncle and his family made me appreciate what I had here because I felt like I was it was just unfair that my dad was keeping me from him and mm -hmm. you know like no phones nothing like who does that unplugs the phone at night and takes it into their room <laughs> my dad does and so that's when we plotted you know he bought me a plane ticket and i came home and i just came home and i just showed up and they were like what are you doing here oh but from the moment that i got here that's when i planned okay i'm i'm gonna leave mm -hmm. so remember and i've told you this before we both got jobs we mm -hmm. got an apartment we furnished it put food in the fridge and one day i walked out and my mom was watering the grass and i told her i was gonna go to the gas station down the street and get a drink and i'll be back i left that day and i never went back home dang mm -hmm. how old were you um i was 21 yeah wow. i was 21 I was 21 at the time. And so, so we, so mind you, we, we were in our own place together. So then finally my parents found out <laughs> and <laughs> it was crazy because none of the boys were allowed to come and see me. Really? They were not allowed. Yeah. Like my dad put in, like, was like, no, you guys cut all ties with her, but they would come over. Yeah. <laughs> my brother was our only form of transportation. And at the time, like we got our own place, we were young. So our place was the kicky spot for oh, everybody. Yeah, for sure. And so my dad would get so frustrated when he found out that everyone was just hanging everyone out was there. coming over. Yeah. And so we're like, we lived this great life. <laughs> but then one day, daddy O decided to call and just pretty much threatened me over the phone and was like if you do not get married i am going to pack your stuff and move you to seattle because to my parents that was okay arizona didn't work so let's just move her somewhere else right we'll try another state right <laughs> and mind you we had never talked about marriage because oh, really? we were so young yeah no we just talked about being together forever mm -hmm. and at that point i kind of felt like okay like because you know it's not like nowadays where you want to be together be together you want to yeah. get married get married no it yeah. was different 13 years ago yeah you know and so um i remember getting off the phone with my dad and i told him about it and yeah eventually you know we decided we we're gonna get married but mm -hmm. no at first as friends yes my dad loved him yeah but as a couple <laughs> oh he couldn't stand him that is so funny yeah to think about. and so <laughs> 
So when we finally like knew that we were gonna get married, mm-hmm. he knew that he needed to ask my dad for permission, even though we were already living together. Yeah. He knew that he had to ask my dad for permission. And the day that we went over to my mom's house, oh my gosh, it was like pulling teeth because my dad kept trying to leave. And you remember my aunt. So she was there with my mom mm-hmm. because my mom called her and was like, come, you know, just because, you know, they're going to come. He tried to take off and she literally was like blocking the driveway. <laughs> like, no, get out. You need to come and talk to your daughter. And I was 21 and I have never, ever seen my dad cry mm. and so when my aunt finally got him to come inside nelson walked up to him and was basically saying you know i love your daughter i'm sorry that this is how mm-hmm. things have to end up yeah. and this is how that it end up it ended up but i want your blessing and i'm asking for your blessing mm-hmm. to marry your daughter and my dad cried mm. like he was weeping and i've never ever seen him cry and for the first time in my life i saw my dad in a whole different light yeah because i've always had this image of him and who he was to me you Mm -hmm. know what i mean but in that exact moment i saw my dad differently from the man that i knew growing up yeah you know he was always so strict and so stern and always trying to discipline us you know Mm -hmm. everything that a father does but in that exact moment when my late husband had asked him hey can I, i i i'm asking for your permission for your daughter's hand in marriage do I have your blessing? Mm. I, for the first time in my life, I saw my dad let down his guard mm-hmm. and just be very vulnerable mm-hmm. and cry and sniffle in ways I've never <laughs> seen him sniffle, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so from that moment up until the day that, the, whatever last moment that he and Nelson had together before he passed away, mm-hmm. my dad loved Nelson like his own son. Mm. because I think my dad even realized it more so after we got married how much that man took care of me yeah like in a way that it's hard to explain and he the way that he loved me my dad has never ever seen and was always worried about like with any of his kids like especially me because I was the only girl yeah like you know will this man be able to take care of my daughter Mm -hmm. will this man be able to love my daughter Mm -hmm. you know will this man ever hurt my daughter Mm -hmm. and for nelson to show him every single day the type of relationship that we had you know Mm -hmm. the type of marriage that we had my dad was so proud that that's who i was married to you know so sweet yeah that's really sweet were you open to dating or not for a while no, after? not for years. Not for years. And I honestly didn't ever think that I was going to date anybody or, you know, get married again. Mm-hmm. Because in my heart and in my mind and what I saw, like, Nelson was it for me, mm-hmm. you know? Um, there wasn't ever going to be anybody else because I could not imagine my life with somebody else who would ever love me as much as he did. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or vice versa. Yeah. And it just wasn't in the cards for me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it was never something that I thought about Mm -hmm. because it was just, when people would bring it up, I'd shut it down real quick. Yeah. You know, especially, and it's funny, now that I think about it, I can laugh about it now. Yeah. (laughs) But my dad wanted me to move to New Zealand or at least take a trip to New Zealand after after he he passed away to find me a husband oh man and I'm like 
looking at this old man, I was like, are you crazy? <laughs> like, in what world would I go to a different country to find a husband? Like, yeah. I can't find a husband here. <laughs> you know, and it's funny now that I think about it, but anytime anybody brought it up, and even, and, and especially my best friend, Faith, because she would always push me, like, are you talking to anyone? Are you meeting anyone? Because eventually she moved to California. Oh, okay. Um, a little bit after. And I just remember always wanting to punch her in the face every time she brought it up. <laughs> and I'm like, girl, can you relax? <laughs> like, no, that's never going to happen. And so it took me a good couple of years. But even when I started to talk to my husband now, mm-hmm. it was... So in his eyes, is it was us talking like okay we're gonna lead up to a relationship yeah but it was to me it was just oh i have a friend that's all it is (laughs) and all i have a friend pal i have someone that i can write letters to you know and have conversations with when i feel like it that's all at the top to be very very honest that's all it was for me Mm -hmm. and i laugh about it now because (laughs) I was always the one that was like so anti getting married again, you know, Mm -hmm. like dating again. Like, no, it's not anything serious. (laughs) And it's funny because my so-called pen pal is who I ended up marrying. (laughs) (laughs) How long was it after that you met your husband now? Um, So we had been, so we started talking in, how long has it been? We've been... So to him, we've been together for uh, seven years. Oh, okay. Yeah. So ten. That yeah. That was like. So that was like a good three, four years after. But that's when we first, like the day that we first started talking, which was July twenty first of two thousand fourteen. Wow. That is the date that my husband now counts it from. Oh. And I was like, bruh, like we. <laughs> <laughs> So it wasn't official for me until like, to, like literally 2016. Oh wow! Yeah, when, around when I came around. When you came around, because it was earlier. Obviously before, but it was earlier that year that he moved here. Oh wow! And it was, oh. yeah. No. How did you guys meet? We met through a mutual friend. Oh okay. Mm-hmm. So we met through a mutual friend, but like I said, it was we were pen pals. <laughs> like I had a friend to talk to at night when I, you know, felt lonely tonight (laughs) so who would have thought that my pen pal would be who i (laughs) who i married i always say that was all god because it really was yeah and so yeah (laughs) when did that change for you from like like you said like pen pal and friend like was it hard to allow yourself it was change and make your relationship yeah. more official yeah it was and it was i still like i feel kind of bad that i think about it now but i would be lying if i said that i just jumped right into it you know what i mean because yeah. that was not the case mm-hmm. and a lot of people ask me you know when did you finally let nelson go yeah and a lot of people don't more like i don't think anybody knows this but my family it was the day i got married so the day I got married, I went to the cemetery to see Nelson. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to tell him how much I loved him, how much I missed him. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cry. That's okay. And that I finally found someone that I think really loves me, you mm-hmm. know, and that I can say out loud to the world that I want to marry. And what's crazy was all I kept thinking about was his family mm-hmm. because I didn't tell any of them. Oh, I did not gotcha. tell his parents. 
or his brothers who are the only people that I felt like really had a right to know yeah. you know what I mean mm-hmm. and right before we had gotten married because you were at the ceremony you came to the restaurant remember mm-hmm. so when during the ceremony right before it started we're all everybody's all standing around with their cameras and I was like I don't want any pictures you know I don't want anyone thing yeah. posted because I knew that they were gonna see it mm-hmm. and so I like the what is it the judge was starting to or the pastor whatever you want to call him mm-hmm. he was about to start And so uh, Rome had grabbed both of my hands and I literally had to close my eyes and whisper to God, get me through this, you know? Yeah. And I was also saying like to, to, to Nelson in my mind, like, please forgive me. Yeah. Because I felt like I was betraying him. Mm. You know, like, I don't know if that's even the right thing to say. Yeah. But I was so happy to have made it as far as I did and to finally feel like, okay, I can move on. I can Mm -hmm. get married, you know? And so I don't, I I can't answer and say, this is when I finally decided to let myself or when I knew because all the way up until the day I got married, I was still unsure. Yeah. And I, I, I may not be able to say that out loud to a lot of people now everybody knows but <laughs> yeah the moment that i felt like i really couldn't move forward with my life and allow myself you know to be happy again and to mm-hmm. get married again was the day i got married wow yeah as hard as that is to say out loud but it was yeah i feel like i kind of already know the answer but was it really hard for rome to help you through yes this big of a transition yes it was very very difficult for him because for a long time he felt like he was competing with the dead man and when it came to my family especially my mom yeah and then especially going to my parents house there used there, there's no there's not there's not any pictures of him because since they took it down to anymore. paint the walls anymore yeah but the house was plastered no 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 there are there are still a couple of pictures in of him in the front okay but mom's house used to be plastered with pictures of him and Mm. um rome always felt uncomfortable yeah you know and it took him a really long time but then just with the grace and the help of god um he was finally able to see because i felt like at one point i was insensitive to how he was feeling because i'm like dude he's never gonna understand yeah but at the same time i was being unfair because i wasn't being sensitive enough you know to how he feels Mm -hmm. you know as my opposite Mm -hmm. you know and as hard as it was for him but he's he's finally at a point now where he's fine you Mm -hmm. know because i would always throw in his face like why are you so mad or why do you feel this way because you know he's never gonna come back just me being really insensitive Mm -hmm. and kind of going about how he was feeling just in a way that i shouldn't have mm-hmm. you know and I, I see it now but at the time i was just i was like dude you're never gonna get it like yeah. stop you know mm-hmm. and so we've we've gotten to a really good place because my my parents my family my, my brothers they all still go there yeah you know and on anniversaries birthdays and stuff you know me and my sisters or my brother mm-hmm. will still go there memorial day you know mm-hmm but this time, because before I would go there randomly without even telling him. Oh. But now I always tell him, like, a couple of weeks ago, it was a little bit after me and mom got out of the hospital. Oh, okay. She wanted to go visit him. And so she was like, do we, are you going to tell Rome? And I was like, yeah. And she was surprised because when we were in the car all the way up, on our way over there, I called him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to take mom to go see Nelson. Is it okay with you? Yeah. So mom was very surprised because she didn't think that I would do that. And I was like, mom, I can't keep anything from him. Yeah. Not anymore, you know. And we are at a place in our life and the relationship that we have with god that we have to center everything around him but also we can't keep secrets from each other yeah and me not telling him or oh what does what he doesn't know is gonna hurt him you know isn't Mm -hmm. gonna hurt him no that's what hurts us as a couple yeah 
and my mom was just really happy and she was proud that we've gotten to where we are because you know there were so many times it had gotten to a point where i didn't think that not that i didn't think but i questioned whether we were gonna make it yeah and for me it was always a lot easier to not deal with things or mm -hmm to kind of brush it under the rug when it came to my relationship mm -hmm. because I'm like I've already been through this I you know like and I kept the mistake that I made is I kept comparing my last re my last marriage to this one yeah big mistake yeah big mistake and I'll never do that again because yeah my 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 late husband and my husband now they're completely different mm -hmm. but at the same time I also feel like that that's why God brought Nelson to me and brought Rome to me because mm -hmm. I've learned so much from just how different they are mm -hmm. like in personality in you know traits and how they carry themselves mm -hmm. and I've just learned so much from them as two completely different human beings yeah I can't feel any more blessed to be with who I'm with now mm -hmm. and who I was with in the past and to have made it as far as I have because for a long time i didn't think i was gonna make it yeah it's hard <laughs> it but is hard when you overcome such a tragedy and 10 years later 10 years to the day i'm like wow i made it that far mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's for me it's a really big achievement and yeah accomplishment, for you know? sure so. yeah because i think when you do go through such hard and traumatic things when you're stuck in the middle of it it's like you don't know how you're gonna get out right and then you cut to 10 years and you're like, holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. You grew through it. Yeah. <laughs> and can I say, can I just say, so for years, I did not think I was going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And I, I felt like I was dying inside. Yeah. For so many years. And then I had found out that my little brother was having a baby. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited for him and so happy for him that I felt like, okay, this is my second chance, you mm -hmm. know? Because I felt like, okay, I have a purpose again. Because mm -hmm. I felt like I didn't have a reason or a purpose after I lost Nelson. Mm -hmm. Like, I did not know who I was without him. Yeah. And it hurt because for me to love someone that much that I felt like nothing without him, mm -hmm. like, sometimes it kind of made me feel ashamed. Mm hmm because I didn't feel like I was strong enough to live in this world without him, mm. you know? And then when my brother's son died, I was like, what happened? Yeah. You know, like, why did this happen? Mm -hmm. And in my head, I'm like, I just feel like I'm surrounded by death. Yeah. You know, like death is everywhere that I look, mm -hmm. you know? And then I was kind of back to the rut of feeling, ugh. I feel like I don't have a purpose. Yeah. You know, and I don't believe, like, I know that depression, anxiety, suicide, all of that is very real. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's taboo in our culture, you yeah. know, but it's very real. But it was just one of those things that I kept to myself because mm -hmm. Thymie lived in California at the time mm -hmm. and I didn't feel like I could share it with Rome when we first started talking. Gotcha. And then I found out that I was having another baby mm -hmm. and... I'm just going to be very honest, besides my family and friends praying for me, for me to make it this far, mm -hmm. the one thing that saved my life is when Sifal was born. Yeah. And I've told you that before, you know. Mm -hmm. That little boy saved my life. Like, he literally willed me back to life. And I'll never forget the day that he was born. Mm -hmm. Like, I felt like I was alive again mm -hmm. and i felt like all of my grief and my sorrow and everything that i've been through i felt like that 
for the first time since I lost Nelson that I was going to be okay mm-hmm. the day that BBC Follow was brought into this world mm-hmm. and even up to today I, I still say it out loud <laughs> or if I'm posting something on social media about him mm-hmm. that he's saved my life in more ways in more ways than I can count yeah and so I just wanted to share that because <laughs> Sifai is my God-given solace and yeah. he is Sifai is my safe place and all of my babies are but Sifa when Sifa was born you know he's the first grandchild in our family and mm-hmm. he was the one thing that made me feel like I could breathe again yeah so. he is such a little character now oh my god he's what seven he's six six mm-hmm. uh, he is so funny I know I know so he's he's a character like he and it's funny because now that Motes, uh, you know, they have another little boy. Mm-hmm. Sifa sometimes still acts like he's the only little boy, <laughs> and he knows that he has me and my mom wrapped around his finger. So yeah, for sure, anything that he wants, he'll get. <laughs> you know, so yeah. I just, I, it, it's crazy how they're growing so fast, and I'm sure that you feel the same way about mm-hmm. your nieces yeah. and your nephew. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And so you blink in there already talking back to you. It's like <laughs> no. I know because Sifa's be cute, please. No, I'm Sifa's six and I'm like, dude, you're like ten years away from sixteen. <laughs> like, oh wow, that's so weird to think about. No, really it is. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> it really, really is. Yeah. Well, I just wanna say how grateful I am for you opening up the way you did Thank you. today. I know it'll help others who are listening and just it just shows so much strength that you have and i really just have always admired that strength that you have because i know this world is crazy and we all go through such hard trials but i always think back to our talks and stuff and how grateful i am that i can always come to you and just lean on you when times are hard thank you (laughs) yes of course always (laughs) i'm glad that i have you too you're welcome <laughs> um but before we leave what or where can people find you you're on instagram and um, facebook I, or yes, so where do you want people to find you <laughs> you know like i i love so I, i'm not always on social media but i do have social media um just you know i don't even have a reason i just have social media yeah sometimes because i'm nosy <laughs> and sometimes because we all I just, be like that right because <laughs> i just want to see what people are up to but yes i do have um facebook it's just anna anaya feta mm-hmm. and then i have and we can link it too okay and we'll then tag I, you in our stories and stuff so people can find you perfect and then i do have instagram it's just anna underscore yafeta and then i have snapchat it's nile tawala fam Ooh. Yes, yes yes well thank you again i thought this was a great episode you got us in our fields thank you i felt like i talked so much oh my gosh no you're totally <laughs> fine hey this is what we're supposed to do right, right. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you for having me it's it's an honor to be on your podcast yes our second guest well we love you thank we'll have you to have you on again you already know where i live <laughs> <laughs> all right good night y'all bye guys <laughs> 
Hey, this is Shalia again, just to wrap up. Um, I'm so glad that Anna was able to join us this week. Um, Sarai will be back with us next week for our next episode. Um, and just a reminder to please follow us on Instagram, Soul Wine Podcast, and to email us any topic suggestions or just your thoughts or even just your feelings from today's episode and any other episodes that we had. Um, our email is soulwinepodcast.com podcast at gmail.com we can't wait to be back next week and we hope you have a great week this week all right talk to you later bye